is where the fun begins. What's up, guys? My name is Tony, a.k.a. Star Wars Sith, and welcome to the first episode of Sith Talk, where we talk Star Wars news, rumors, and coming soon. So today we have on the show Andrea from the Padawan Chronicles. How are you doing today, Andrea? Hey, I'm so good. How are you? Good, good, good. So tell us a little bit about your channel, what you focus on, and where we can find you at. Yeah, well, first of all, congratulations on your inaugural episode. Thank you. Um, I love the branding and I love the Mustafar feel you have going on. (laughs) Yes, yes. So awesome. Um, Yeah, so I am Andrea. I am the Padawan Chronicles here on YouTube. My actual username is Padawan Chronicles without the the. And then my Instagram handle is also Padawan Chronicles without the the. So I have a Star Wars channel, and the whole idea is that it's a welcoming space for people that want to learn about Star Wars. Um, They could be anywhere in their Star Wars journey, just watching Star Wars for the first time, or having been keeping up with Star Wars their whole lives. But it's just meant to be like a low-pressure area for people to ask questions and for it to not be weird. So yeah, I do a lot of reactions. I've been getting more into unboxings lately. Um, you've yeah. inspired a lot of that because I super <laughs> enjoy watching your unboxings. And uh-huh. um, yeah, I have a monthly live stream, which you've also been on, which is um, we take some time to look at some newly released Star Wars collectibles like Funko and Loungefly, and it's a fun time. Awesome. All right. So... The first thing I'm going to do, everyone that comes on this podcast, I'm going to ask them the same three questions. So are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. So the first one is, what is your favorite Star Wars movie? Out of all 11 films, what's like Ooh. your number one? <laughs> yes. That with the super difficult questions, I see. Yep. Um, if you could only pick like one. It's so hard because they all stand out to me for various reasons. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like Attack of the Clones, you get like the romance, but also the political intrigue and yeah. Revenge of the Sith, you get like the epicness and like just the scale of just everything that happens and the tide turning from Republic to Empire. Um, yep. You have like the kitschiness or the corniness of the original trilogy. And mm-hmm. I like that the original trilogy each has its own like very distinct color scheme. Like when I think of Return of the Jedi, I think green because you yeah. get like, green lightsaber and we get Jabba and like Yoda's still a big part of um, Return of the Jedi. So I like that it has that unique branding. So I don't know. It's so tough to pick like a number one favorite. It kind of just depends on the mood that I'm in and what I feel like watching. Um, but I uh-huh. kind of lean toward and I know this is like what everybody says. But I lean toward episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Nice. And why do you lean towards that versus everything else? Well, between prequels and original trilogy, as much as I appreciate the original trilogy, I have to go prequels because I have to represent just the era that I grew up up in and the Star Wars movies that I grew up with. And those are the only movies I you know, was actually around to go see in theaters. <laughs> yeah. The original trilogies, you know, released before I was born. So um, 
I have to go prequels over originals. And if I have to pick, it's so tough because I like all of the prequels for their own distinct reasons too. I like how yeah. much Padme is in Phantom Menace. I like the romance in Attack of the Clones, and I I love the music and just the just the amazing movie like music wise and just like consistency wise that is Revenge of the Sith. But I have to go Revenge of the Sith just because I think it's the one that stands out in my memory the most. Yeah, I, I'm the same. Like, is Revenge of the Sith for me? And it's just because like I remember going to the movie theater. And, like, I remember going in, like, knowing that, hey, like, we know what the ending is. Like, he's going to turn to Vader. He has to. And that was kind of cool going in, knowing that, knowing the outcome, but not knowing how he would get to it. And, like, it was just so epic. And then seeing, like, Luke and Leia at the end, I kind of didn't expect that. So that was a cool little, like, Easter egg. But, um, no, yeah, definitely yeah. Revenge of the Sith for me, too. Yeah. Yeah, particularly, so, and even though it's such a sad movie, and you're right, we do know how it ends. We yeah. know it's going to end just so sad. But yeah. I love Ian McGregor as Obi Wan, and Perfect. I don't know. There's just something. There's something to love about a movie that makes you feel something. And I think watching Anakin's descent into becoming a Sith makes you feel something. And I think that's why it sticks out in my memory so much because it's like. It's like so tragic, but I don't know. I guess you can keep in mind like the very happy ending at the end of, you know, the original trilogy. So at least there's that to walk away with. Yeah, and that's a good point you brought up too, because there's not a lot of movies that leave you feeling that like that when you leave. Like I could probably count on one hand movies that I felt like that leaving or even movies where like the bad guy kind of wins. So like I remember Infinity War. Infinity War. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I remember leaving Infinity War and it felt like I left a funeral because I was so lost and confused. Like I've never felt that way after a movie. Um, so, yeah, there's not a lot of movies that can like have you in those feels like that. So that's definitely something you always remember. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it makes me think of something I heard George Lucas say in some kind of documentary that you just watch when you're scrolling on Instagram. But I remember mm -hmm. him saying it was risky to end a movie like that. But ultimately, episodes one through six are in like a whole movie. So when you watch episodes one through six, you know, back to back, you're watching an entire movie. It's just yeah. like, you know, six or seven hours long. Yeah, exactly. All right, so the second question might be just as tough. What is your favorite Star Wars show? So including all the shows, live action, animated, like what's your number one? Yes. Well, as you know, because we've talked about it, I only started getting into the animated shows more recently. I've uh -huh. always been like a purely live action Star Wars fan up until – I started my channel and then just talking to more Star Wars people and seeing just how enthusiastic people are about the animated shows. I was like, well, I guess I have to watch them now. There's too much peer pressure. <laughs> so yeah. I've been enjoying. It's so funny because I started all the animated shows simultaneously and have finished like none of them. I just keep yeah. like, switching like I'll switch between Bad Batch. I just watched some episodes of Bad Batch earlier and Clone Wars. And well, I did watch all of Tales of the Jedi because like six super short it's episodes. Shorts. Yeah. But I also started Rebels and I haven't finished Rebels. 
So, uh, yeah, I think I can't have like a favorite animated show until I watch one of them all the way through. But my uh-huh. favorite show so far is probably Kenobi. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. oh, wow. I didn't know you didn't even watch Bad Batch yet. Oh, man. No, I know. <laughs> and it only has one season. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of episodes, though. 16 episodes 16 yeah so are you gonna watch the new season when it comes out oh yeah yeah that's why i was watching it today i was like oh i'm running out of time i think i'm Uh, on like episode 10 or 11 so i'm almost there oh not bad oh so you'll finish it before you got time yeah (laughs) so for me my favorite show because i've seen them all but i would say clone wars but that's only because season seven put it over the top. For me, I was always a Rebels fan. Like, I always like Rebels a little bit more than Clone Wars. But season seven so epic. I, I take Clone Wars. And I take Clone Wars over, like, Mando and all the other live action shows. Just because there's more. There's more. Like, seven whole seasons. So, <laughs> that more, could... Ch- yeah. yeah. That could change l- uh, later. But um, Clone Wars... Watching all seven seasons, it made me appreciate and like the prequels even more. And it like it, it just like enhances it. So when I watch the prequels in the back of my mind, I'm seeing all these other missions and other things that I knew that happened in animated as I'm watching it. So it just makes it like a better experience. So I'd have to go Clone Wars for that. Yeah, I can see that. There is a lot of fun stuff in Clone Wars that I've been enjoying. But you know what's tough for me about Clone Wars? I'm such a big like Padme fan and I feel like Padme is so much more likable in live action as a character like in Clone Wars I feel like they gave her much more like person like much more personality flaws uh-huh uh, but how far are you in yeah. Clone Wars though uh I don't know I think I'm in like season three yeah season three is when it starts to get good we got a lot more of her later so I mean, that might, I don't, I mean, your opinion might change once you get through it all, but there's definitely a lot more Padme coming, like a lot. So, okay. Because one thing that's always really intrigued me about Padme is how quickly she had to grow up. Oh, yeah. Queen at such a young age and just her political training and education and, you know, just the fact that she never got to be a kid. And I always just kind of admired the way that she took that in stride. Mm-hmm. And was such like so dedicated to democracy and to the Republic. But then I'm watching Clone Wars and here's like my favorite character and she's acting kind of immature at times. Yeah. And maybe that makes her more relatable, more likable. But I don't know. To me, it, it like, you know, she's like a little bit less mature when it comes to Anakin and her relationship with him sometimes. You'll see the change because the same thing happened with Ahsoka. Like when they first introduced Ahsoka, everyone hated her. It's like, who's this little whiny Jedi? And now everybody loves Ahsoka. So you'll see Ahsoka yeah. go from that, that that little whiny youngling to like who she is now. And man, season seven, um, oh, there's so much Padme and Anakin stuff. Like I want to spoil it, but no, not. But like, <laughs> oh, yeah, there's some there's some cool scenes in in uh, season seven. And it's happening during Revenge of the Sith. And like, ah, you'll you'll know when you get to it. Like, for sure, you'll know. 
what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's so funny because you keep telling me to like skip to season seven, like you can just yeah. watch it by itself. And I'm like, I don't want to because what yeah. if I watch season seven and I'm like, okay, I guess that was the best of Clone Wars. I might never go back and watch, you know, seasons three through six. No, there's some juicy stuff like with uh with fives, oh fives this little arc that he has. Oh man. Oh I wanna say it, but it'll kind of spoil it. But there's some amazing yeah. stuff that happens with clone trooper fives and rex oh you'll see there's there's a lot of juicy stuff yeah. in there a lot I, know, I feel like i'm missing a lot of context with like the 501st like squad oh, everyone's so like much. so like for them and i'm like i want to be too but i haven't seen the episodes yet and then all the darth maul stuff because he is in a lot yeah. and then the asajj stuff too like you'll you'll see a lot of asajj and like a lot of like crazy team-ups that she has to do it yeah you'll see it's a lot of good stuff yeah. for sure i know i gotta catch up because i do feel out of the loop with maul everyone's like oh he's so cool and i'm like really oh. he killed qui-gon like i don't know <laughs> yeah oh wait she, oh, and he's in rebels too so he's in rebels a bunch um oh man yeah the rebel stuff is so <laughs> classic yeah well i got that to look forward to for sure. So the last question might be a tough one too, is who is your favorite Star Wars character out of everybody? Hmm. See that I have the same answer that I did with the movies. Like I have favorite characters for different reasons. Like I like like Obi Wan's like Britishness and how like funny he is, just without even having to try. Yeah. And then I liked what I said about Padme about just her just the dignity that she carries with her as like queen of Naboo and then later as senator and how passionate she is about helping people. And then I like Anakin's character because how could you not? Like he's the one that's like torn between like two sides, you know, like light side, dark side. And he that's so compelling as a character. So I have to go. Can I have my answer be like the main like trio, like Obi-Wan, <laughs> Padme, Anakin? I feel like that's such like such a go-to answer, but <laughs> okay, yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. So for <laughs> me, it's typically Maul, but it fluctuates between Maul, Anakin, and Boba Fett. Like those are my three right there. So Anakin's kind of a selfish one because that's like two for one because he's Vader. But um, <laughs> but yeah, really. Maul. You could consider them like two separate characters. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But now just with Maul, all the stuff from Clone Wars and Rebels that you'll eventually see, you'll see why. Like this dude, oh man. Yeah. He's he's a legend. You'll see. Yeah, maybe my answers will change when I finish watching Clone Wars. Oh yeah, because then it might change. It could be Rex, because oh Rex. Oh, there's so much in there. Yeah. You'll see. You'll see. Yeah. Well, those are good questions. I'm excited to hear how other people answer those questions. I'm going to watch every one of your episodes and I'll oh, be for sure. podcast number one fan. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So I got a couple of topics here, a couple of articles. So I'm going to share the screen. Sounds good. All right. So there was no Mando trailer on Christmas. We were deceived because I know oh, we were no. going to talk about. Yeah, we were going to talk <laughs> about that. Um, yeah. So no Mando trailer. Um, so I'm going to show you. There is a, a list here of all the writers for all eight episodes. So we'll take a look at that. But how hyped are you for Mando season three right now? 
Honestly, if you would have asked me like two months ago, I would have been like, yeah, no, I don't know. I guess I'll watch it. <laughs> but I hadn't rewatched Mando since, you know, the last season came. And I, I don't know. I I wasn't super into season two, but that's because I didn't understand a lot of like oh. the nostalgia and fan service of bringing in. A yeah. And my perspective on season two of Mando has totally changed since I got more into Ahsoka's storyline and I've been reading the Ahsoka novel and seeing Ahsoka in Clone Wars and Rebels because I'm watching those simultaneously for some reason. And um, so I rewatched and I was like, oh man, I remember season one was good and it really is. It's a very, very, very good show. And then season two was the one I was always kind of on the fence about. And now that I have that context, I'm like, oh, season two is also very good. <laughs> so now I'm really looking forward to season three. So once you finish Clone Wars and Rebels, you're going to love Mando season two even more because <laughs> Bo-Katan is in Clone Wars a lot. And she's also in Rebels. And then Cad Bane is in Clone Wars... I think he's in Rebels and he's in Bad Batch. Yeah, I just saw him in the Bad Batch episode I watched yeah. earlier. <laughs> yeah, so like seeing him, yeah, so seeing those guys live action and then um, Ahsoka and then her name dropping Thrawn, I remember that episode because I, like I was already in shock we got Ahsoka live action because I already appreciated her so much. And then she gave us Grogu's name, like damn, like that's kind of a big deal. And then when she name dropped Thrawn, I jumped up out of my couch and I screamed because I'm like, <laughs> no, because you'll see in Rebels why Thrawn is such a bad ass because like oh, it's he's just crazy. He's like one of the top top three like villains in all of Star Wars. He mm -hmm. he's so ruthless. And like what makes him different is he's not a Jedi. He's not a Sith. No lightsaber. He just like he's just very smart and he's always like two steps ahead of you so that's what i've heard yeah oh. see if i would have heard like the name drop and maybe i did i don't remember i kind of slept through season two the first time i watched it to be honest yeah still in the process of re-watching it but i've been enjoying it a lot more but if i had heard thrawn i'd be like oh my brother will appreciate that because my brother is a huge thrawn fan he's read all of the thrawn books yeah and so i was like oh good for him he gets thrawn. <laughs> but now you know i'm like i'm actually i haven't seen where thrawn comes in it's Rebels, like the yeah. second it's see i think it's the second season if it isn't it's the third and fourth and like that's the whole thing of the ahsoka show is finding thrawn and ezra and you'll you'll see why yeah. but um suppose well, i know ezra so that'll be good honestly ezra. am i gonna be able to finish watching rebels and clone wars before march 15th i don't know <laughs> that's up to you you have to be dedicated <laughs> or or Google like must watch episodes of with like Ezra and Thrawn and just mm -hmm. narrow it down to those to skip all the filler. Mm -hmm. But um, you're definitely gonna well, well when March comes it'll be Mando, so you don't really got to worry about um Ezra and Thrawn. But you need to have it done by whenever Ahsoka comes out. Um, okay, yeah, I I'll buckle down. <laughs> I'll Ahsoka finish watching Bad Batch this week. Yeah, Ahsoka literally is like season five of Rebels. Like there was an article where they had scripts for season five Rebels, but they canceled it and scrapped it. And they're going to use most of it for the Ahsoka show. Yeah, yeah so. I've heard something like that, that Ahsoka is kind of like, well, but maybe it wasn't Ahsoka, but there's a show coming up that's like the Rebels sequel. And th that got canceled and it's just going to be live action now. Mm hmm. 
yeah, so that'll be good. So what do we got here? So here are the the writers. So John Fav is on all of them, mm -hmm. which is no surprise. That's his baby. This dude right here, I had no idea who he is, but they mentioned here he was one of the writers on the Book of Boba. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't know if that's kind of like a hint that, hey, maybe Boba Fett's going to be in this episode. Mm. Or, yeah, so it if we did get a Boba cameo, I'm calling it right now. It's right here. <laughs> that's some detective work. Yeah. And then <laughs> uh, if Ahsoka's in, in it, which she probably will be, or... If we see Sabine here for the first time, it'll be in four mm -hmm. or in seven because Dave Filoni's on there. So that'd be awesome. I'm excited for live action Sabine. Oh yeah, it's gonna be awesome. So I kind of like that John is on all these. That way the story and like will stay consistent the whole way through. Cause sometimes if it's all different writers on every one, it'll kind of be yeah. random episodes that don't connect. Mm -hmm. which so, is kind of what happened with kenobi isn't it yeah kind of yeah well a lot happened with, with kenobi but we'll we'll get into that <laughs> like so much happened <laughs> yeah it did and like yeah that's a whole long thing but we'll get into that for sure yeah <laughs> but so yeah i was excited to see this so we should be in good hands for sure Now, next yeah, John up, Favreau is the Mandalorian writer, isn't he? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And he's good. He knows what he's doing. Oh, yeah. I, I trust him. If Yeah, I trust him. So now this, I don't know how much we'll get into this. And it, there was a different article, but I picked this one because the other one had a lot of like Rebels spoilers that you haven't seen yet. I mean, some of it you might have heard about, but um. Have you do you know anything about this? The potential Revenge of the Sith Ahsoka stuff? No. Oh no, I've been I know you guys share like the leaks articles to like the group chat, and I'm like, no, I must resist. Um, but well, this is uh, a a rumor, but do you want me to talk about it a little bit or do yeah, you want to do stay? it? Yeah, okay. no, I came prepared. Like, there's gonna be some like leaks and stuff. So do you know what the world between worlds is? Have you heard about that from Rebels and Ezra? No, I keep hearing that. For some reason, I thought it was like a Stranger Things thing. And I haven't watched Stranger Things, so I'm like, I guess it's that. But is it Star Wars? No, so the world between worlds, it's it's an episode of Rebels. And so basically what it is, it's like this magical place that Ezra gets into and it's kind of like a hallway and there's all these like portals or like doors. And as he's walking by, it's he sees different moments in Star Wars history, like like oh, big yeah. iconic moments. Oh, yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. So the episode was really, really cool. Um, and like I won't say what happened from that because a big thing happens and it's like a big thing. But like it's not that it's going to spoil it. But I mean, it's something to do with Ahsoka, and clearly, you know, she's alive because she's in Mando, and that's afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> but when you when you get to the episode, you'll see it. But the rumor is for the Ahsoka show is that she goes into the world between worlds, and she sees different portals of like kind of like what if scenarios, like what if she did this instead of that, 
and uh, yeah which is if this happens it's mind-blowing like really mind-blowing but this was one of the scenarios and this scenario is oh and you haven't even got to it yet in clone wars but oh well i guess i could say it right from clone wars kind of i don't know (laughs) well hmm well it has to do with the soka not doing something like leaving and then coming back Hmm. okay i don't know if this has anything to do with it but because i watched the kenobi part and obi-wan's encounter with darth vader and his like mask being broken open Uh i know there's a very similar scene with ahsoka and darth vader because a lot of people were drawing those parallels so if that helps at all i don't know if it has oh no Well, there was a scene like that, and I actually think we're getting that too, but that's like another portal. And that in itself is crazy because it, it literally is just that. But yeah, Dave did it first in Rebels, but it's the same thing. You'll you'll see that in Rebels, and it actually does kind of connect to the world between worlds, but not in this. But um, let's just say for this, instead of Obi-Wan fighting uh, Anakin and Mustafar, it would be Ahsoka. So Ahsoka would be there trying to talk Anakin down and like that whole Mm. conversation back and forth when he comes off the ship and Padme's there, it would be her there instead. And supposedly, I don't know if it's going to be a big fight sequence or a big like talking sequence, but it would be Mm. like, what if she was fighting Anakin instead of Obi-Wan? Because she would still be there with the Jedi Order. That's so, so interesting because I feel like if it had been Ahsoka that had snuck onto Padme's ship, if nothing else, Padme would feel alive because, or would be alive still because Anakin yeah. felt like Padme was like conspiring with Obi Wan and he felt very turned against. I think it's because there was always like a frenemies thing happening yeah. between Anakin and Obi Wan. Like Anakin always felt like Obi Wan was kind of holding him back. But with Ahsoka, they had a much more, like, friendly, like, sibling relationship. Because Ahsoka's, like, his younger sister, whereas Obi-Wan's, like, his older brother. Yeah. There's a little bit more antagonism there. So, yeah, those definitely would have had different outcomes. I feel like Ahsoka would have been a much better candidate for talking Anakin back from the dark side. Yeah. So, I mean, Hayden Christensen, he's confirmed for the show, but now they're saying that He's going to be in his Revenge of the Sith attire. So they'll have him wearing that again, de-aged, just like he was in Kenobi. So that's mm. one <laughs> of like three or four crazy World Between World things that they're talking about. Do you think they'll bring Padme back? No. Padme I, will be in one of those. Well, it would be awesome if she was in this one. Because, I mean, she's still working for Disney. She's doing all the Thor stuff. She, she was just mm. in Thor. So, like... That would be crazy if if we saw that in that scene because she was there. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, there is that. There, well, I mean, there's that chance. Well, in like the fantasy pin world, which fantasy just means like fan art pins, um, uh-huh. like pins that people like produce and trade, and they're all like based on fan art. 
Um, there's a lot of fantasy pins of like Anakin, Padme, and the twins as like a happy family, and the twins never get yeah. separated, and Anakin and Padme, you know, stay together. I'm like, oh, that would be so heartbreaking to see in live action, just like the whole oh. family together. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they do anything like that. It'd be cool, or it'd be cool if they did like a whole what if show where they did like scenarios like that just to see like, mm -hmm. you know, hey, what if this happened? What if Anakin and Padme left and they had Luke and Leia together and they grew up as a family mm -hmm. somewhere? That would be insane. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd watch that. <laughs> but yeah, the rest of the leaks from this are super re rebel spoilers, basically. But like every possible scenario, if it's true, like... If it's one episode, it's going to break the internet. Like, the internet is going to be destroyed after that because it's going to be too much to handle. So. <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. I'm excited for Ahsoka. I got to finish watching all those other shows because, yeah, you there's so lot. much, especially from the book of Boba Fett when Cad Bane came out and there was, like, that, like, Western, like, standoff oh, with Cobb Bane. Yes. I was like, this feels so random and out of place. <laughs> but oh. you know, having seen him in the past, I'm like, okay, now I guess it makes sense. <laughs> and like you're gonna see, but like Cat Bane, like he fought Anakin, Kenobi all the time. And there's a couple times where he kind of won, and that's crazy because they're Jedi's and he's just a bounty hunter. Like that's how like badass he is. He's also the one that trained Jango Fett. So he made like Jango Fett be oh. like Yeah. Yeah, so you'll see stuff with him and Boba Fett in the Clone Wars, too, like, for sure. Mm, awesome. So, have you seen any of the set leaks from the Acolyte show, the pictures? So I have not. So, pre pretty much all I know about the Acolyte is that it's in, like, the High Republic era before everything, like, all the films and stuff, like, way before. Yeah, so I think they confirmed it's exactly, like, 100 years before Phantom Menace, and allegedly, it's supposed to show how the Sith infiltrated into the Jedi Council. Because, like, in The Phantom Menace, they were already in there and, like, kind of running things behind the scenes. This is supposed to show, like, how that happens, which is, like, super intriguing to see, like, how did Palps and all of them, like, get in there and nobody knew. So, so... Yeah. Do we get to learn about Darth Plagueis the Wise? So, <laughs> that's an actual big rumor that he might be in the show... And he might be some character, supposedly, and that nobody knows that it's Darth Plagueis. Because, like, it's right mm -hmm. around the time of him. So that would be cool. super awesome if they do that. That'd be cool. Yeah. But the one, the one thing I like about this is from the pictures. So I'm not sure what she is, her character, but that's one person. This girl is actually this girl she was from the logan movie i don't know if you ever saw that wolverine movie yeah i did that's the little girl x20 oh, wow. what's her x22 or x23 whatever the little girl's name or x24 she's something x that's her she's in this oh, wow. yeah and i want to say that that's her in makeup and costume Whoa, so that's crazy yeah she's grown she now she's so not the different. little girl yeah yeah oh my gosh i guess logan was like much longer time ago than i thought yeah it was like early 2000s i think oh wow yeah so that's one shot and i was like okay that's cool so the next one is this guy um lee jung jay from the netflix squid game show 
so he's in here and from his clothes he's clearly a jedi like that's like jedi outfit 101 right there yeah he's got the tunic going on it's cool that it looks very different like we'll get to see a different area era of jedi yeah. tunics, which will be neat so there's that and then this little guy right here um whoever he is dean charles chapman he's a padawan he's got like the little padawan braid there yeah. his little <laughs> robe so we're definitely gonna yeah. see little padawans different color lightsabers which would be cool mm -hmm. can i make some hard-hitting commentary <laughs> yeah of course so the tunics are so much more yellow like golden yellow and then yes you know, in the movies we know they're like all light beige that's interesting yeah and i think that kind of goes to it being the high republic because if you look at the cover of all the books and all the yeah. comics it's all like shiny crispy gold like brand new fresh mm -hmm. Yeah, so, there's a lot of gold, and then there's a lot of, like, chocolate brown. Yeah. So, yeah, it's fitting that color scheme for sure. So, this one got me excited. A Wookiee. Uh, I love his, like, top knot. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. So, he's got his little Jedi robes. It's, like, the same yeah. thing, that gold. But I know the minute I see him ignite a saber, I'm going to be so happy. Like, so <laughs> happy. Because that's something I think we've only saw in Clone Wars. You'll see it. And he was in the bad, the new Bad Bash trailer, but there's a, a youngling that's a Wookiee that has a lightsaber. Mm -hmm. His name's Gunji. Yeah. So um, that's kind of cool there. And it's going to be interesting because he's just probably going to talk like Chewbacca. So it'd be funny seeing him talk to people and them yeah. <laughs> understanding what he's saying. Yeah, that seems like a fire hazard with all that fur. So right? Lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> And this last one, this girl, she's a Zabrak, which I believe that's what Maul species is, mm. Zabrak. So mm -hmm. I don't know if she's a good guy or a bad guy. She's smiling here, but she's clearly not in character. So <laughs> I guess we'll have yeah. to see. Yeah. But Makeup looks cool, though. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of cool, a different variety of, like, humans, aliens, Wookiees. Um, yeah. So this, this show has a lot of potential. That'll be exciting. I think that's what Star Wars kind of needs. It's just like a huge time jump. Like, yeah. show us something very different because we've been very much in like Mandalorian and as cool yep. as Mandalorian is and like the Book of Boba and Ahsoka is, it's still like very much within the same time frame that we're used to. Yep. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. That'll be cool. All right. So, next we could talk Kenobi. <laughs> yes. So, I'll let you kick this off. <laughs> because i know you sure. had some feelings about it so yeah honestly so i started my channel with kenobi because i just had to talk about it and it was kind of yeah. like an over the weekend decision where i saw the first episode and i was like oh i feel like i need to talk about it um so that's the whole reason we're talking right now is because of obi-wan kenobi which in part is why it's my favorite show so yeah. far because it's the one that like brought me out into like the YouTube Star Wars community. But ever since I finished watching Obi-Wan, I always kind of wanted to like talk about it, like debrief, like this is what I liked, this is what I didn't like. And I haven't gotten a chance to do that. So I'm like dying to talk about Kenobi. <laughs> yes. All right. So go ahead. Yeah. So there's so much about it that I liked, especially episode five and six. I really liked the flashback scene at the Jedi Temple. Oh, yes. There's just something about another, oh. like, you know, Attack of the Clones, Anakin, yes. Obi-Wan. Oh. I just missed so much. 
So that was so amazing. beautiful. Those scenes. Ah, give me goosebumps. I'm getting goosebumps now thinking about it. I was so confused too because the episode starts with the flashback scene, but it's only like five seconds long. And I was like, wait, that's it? That's how yeah. long the flashback scene that we've been waiting for is? But then, you know, they showed it was like sprinkled in. Yeah. Yeah. They sprinkled it in. So I was like, okay, I guess. Yeah. That was. That made up for that. Um, and then with the finale episode, I, it was just so like heartbreaking seeing Obi-Wan encounter Darth Vader or, you know, Anakin as Darth Vader for the first time. Yeah. And it reminded me so much of watching Revenge of the Sith, which I was not expecting. I did not go into the finale episode thinking like, oh, there's going to be like so much Revenge of the Sith vibes. So yeah. I was very pleasantly like surprised slash heartbroken by that in like the best way. Cause it's like what a great like throwback to episode three. Yeah. So no, honestly, for sure. just because of episode six alone, even though there's so much with like Reva's plotline that like I found confusing, like <laughs> why is she going after Luke? Like there were so many qualms <sighs> that I had with episode six, but there was so much like good and like just pure nostalgia that came out of the finale episode that i'm like that yeah. alone is enough to make it my favorite star wars show yet so for sure the finale definitely saved it because like man i get teary-eyed every time like that conversation <laughs> that they had and hearing his voice change between anakin and that and seeing his eyes go from yellow back to blue back to yellow yeah, oh. Obi Wan's voice in that. Whole yeah, he was broken. So heartbreaking. Yeah, that it that hit me in the feels. That saved it, but like the Reva thing is what, like, I don't want to say ruined the show for me, but like, if let's just say you took Reva out, the show would have been a lot better because they could have focused on Anakin and um, Obi Wan more, and like with Reva. The whole concept of her is kind of dope. Like she survived, you know, Order 66. She got mad at the Jedi. She turned to be an Inquisitor. That's cool in itself. But like nobody survives getting getting hit by Anakin and Vader with the lightsaber. I'm sorry. And poor Qui-Gon gets one from Maul and he's done. And this person with no training survives. Twice, that right because she yeah. you know she gets impaled by anakin in episode uh, five and then she keeps going on to fight luke for some reason a exactly so that right there bothered me if she would have died when vader hit her like okay she sacrificed herself great arc it ended perfect but now she survived and like obi-wan didn't take her out so now she's running around the galaxy knowing who luke is that just grinds my gears so yeah. I felt like it just didn't make sense to me why, because there's no reason for Reva to understand the connection. Like, what was the connection between Luke and she did it not to really get back at Obi Wan, as I recall. It was like to I don't get know, back at to Vader. Get back at, yeah, how would that have been getting back at Vader? Because she had no idea the connection between Vader and Luke. So that whole thing was very confusing, and especially how she was able to find him. Because a lot of people will justify it saying like, well, she met, um, what's the uncle's name again? Owen. But yeah, she meets Uncle Owen like very early on in the season. And he mentions that he lives out in a farm, like a moisture farm. And so we're supposed to believe that she like remembers this conversation that she had with this moisture farmer that she felt was like far below her. 
and like it was just so weird like we're supposed to believe she remembers that enough to like go and find luke like it just it was all very very odd to me but i loved like the revenge of i love that they brought christian haydenson in i love the like the whole interaction and i still tear up too like i felt so silly because i would like i had to like edit quite a bit of that part out because i'm like well i can't just show the whole like scene like verbatim i'll get like copyright yeah copyright strike for showing all of it so i had to cut a lot of it out and as i was editing it watching like my little screen recording i would like tear up i'm like this is so dumb i'm watching like this tiny screen recording yeah episode and so i'm tearing up and then me and like the footage that i took is tearing up i'm like this is so dumb but that's just how emotional it is yeah and like i'm probably gonna get like that in the ahsoka show if there's stuff with with uh anakin like oh man and it's gonna be all over the internet i don't care like that's gonna be so (laughs) meaningful but yeah i'll be more prepared for it though i wasn't as oh yeah with like kenobi i was prepared for a flashback i was not prepared for you know what they did with the finale episode emotionally i was like i didn't know what to do with all those feelings i was like yeah this encounter is so sad because i think they had like, like getting ready for like this epic battle but it didn't it didn't really end up being like an epic lightsaber battle. It was just like an emotional thing where Anakin gets exposed. And then we like see like his eyes change color and you can hear like Christian Haydenson's voice and like Vader's voice like mixed in. Like it's yeah. just so interesting what they did. And I love what they did with that. Here's one thing I didn't like. I didn't mm-hmm. like that the whole like all of the episodes, basically episodes one through four. Well, maybe not one through four, because I think Leia gets kidnapped at the very end of episode one. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was at the end of episode one. But episodes two through four or two through five, something like that. Like the the bulk of the show, which just kind of feels like the babysitting show. Like it just kind of feels like Obi-Wan babysitting Leia. And I'm like, this feels so like kiddish. And yeah, do this. (laughs) Yeah, she got kidnapped twice. Like, really? Like, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. That definitely they could have done away with that. Um, I mean, this show should have been a home run, but like just adding the Reva in to try to introduce a new character, like they should have did that in another show. The Leia stuff, like you said, for me too, was the music. Like, where's the Star Wars music? This is Kenobi. <laughs> like yeah. it in the trailer, they use Duel of the Fates. Like, what? Um, yeah. And, and in that final battle, like, you should have played it. Have you seen any of the edits on YouTube where fans edited in? No. So I'm oh. going to. I wanted to watch the fan edit, and now it's been so long that I'm thinking I'll watch it once Obi-Wan Kenobi hits, like, its one-year anniversary. Yeah, just, just – you'll see. There's people that edited in – a couple people edited in Duel of the Fates, and then a couple people did Battle of the Heroes. Oh, it makes the fight so much better by, like, a yeah. lot. Yeah. And so, I them to like have changed it up because otherwise i feel like they just like spliced remix you know, it yeah so, they could remix it yeah yeah i would have wanted like a like a revamped version of it that you know fits the tone of the series but i would have liked to hear those similar themes like you're saying exactly like in tales of the jedi when yaddle was fighting like that was a new song yeah. but that sounded kind of just yeah yeah it had very revenge of the sith vibes like the choir and everything so that was cool exactly so they they should have had stuff like that so i mean i don't know if they're gonna do a second season i would love it well 
I would love it if it was about Obi-Wan training with Qui-Gon. I wouldn't love it if it was like a Reva season. Cause then it's kind of like you're taking away more Kenobi from me. Like I want as much human as I could get. I'm very greedy. But yeah, me too. <laughs> but like like they should have put Reva like in Andor. If Reva would have been Andor running around doing stuff, I would have liked her a lot more. But just Kenobi, it just took too much from Hewan and Hayden. Like, yeah. Yeah, it took way too long for us to get to the flashback. I would have wanted more flashback. I just wanted more callbacks. And I could have done... So there were some interactions between young Leia and Obi-Wan that I did actually really appreciate. Yeah. Like when she's talking to Leia about her parents. Oh, yeah. Really yeah. So that dialogue I liked. I think they just overdid it with the Obi-Wan young Leia dialogue. And it ended up really like hitting the show down in terms of like you know age like it felt more like a kid show during yeah. some of those episodes like yeah and i i kind of wish they had gone with um and i think the actress that played young Leia did great but i kind of wish she did in order for the show to feel a little bit more mature and not so kiddish i wish they had gone with an older actress like instead mm -hmm. of young leia being like 10 maybe she could have been like you know 15 or you know yeah not quite so young because you know what i really would have liked i would have liked to see young leia's arc from you know being the princess of aldron to really being a rebel and i think yeah kind of got hints of that but i would have really liked to see that like 180 turn you know and maybe that's something they could do in season two like it'd be a little bit later she's a little bit older um who knows but yeah that'd be cool to see her older for sure yeah 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 but whenever i look back and think back about kenobi i literally block everything out and all i see is the like the finale and everything with vader and um Hewan. that's all i see and those flashbacks yeah. were priceless what they should have did to really make every episode juicy they should have started every episode off with one of those flashbacks that mm -hmm. way it would accumulate over all six because there are a couple yeah. episodes where it's like there's no flashbacks, no nothing. So yeah. that would have hyped... been different people's flashbacks. Like I wouldn't have minded a Reva flashback like early on, yeah. or, you know, a Senator Bale or Ghana flashback. Like they could have traded it off. But yeah, I felt like it was very strange because they pitched it as an Inquisitor's show. But I'm like, you understand you have Darth Vader and Obi-Wan in this show. Like you can't just have an Inquisitor show with obi-wan and anakin as like side characters like there's no possible way yeah so it just felt very strange the way the focus shifted from the team of inquisitors to like it just felt very strange like is this the same show is this about kenobi is this about reva yeah like, it just that was strange to me so but i i'm so happy they did it honestly like it was just amazing to get you and mcgregor back on screen saying like, yeah obi-wan lines like it just made it all worth it for me even with all the parts i didn't appreciate <laughs> so so I, i'm glad they made it too and they got him back because now he's like happy so mm -hmm. I, I was at celebration this year and he was there and this year's celebration was hewan's um first ever convention ever before this he's never done any of them so oh, he wow. did celebrate. Yeah, it was his first convention, his first celebration. And like he looked I, I saw this dude at least four or five times. I felt like he was my best friend. But you <laughs> could see the genuine look in his face of happiness and appreciation from all the love that he got. Because 
one time he was on a stage that was in the exhibit hall and like everybody went nuts. He was on the stage in the main hall at least two or three different times. Everybody went nuts. And like you could see he was like kind of overwhelmed with joy because like he was mm -hmm. getting so much love. Even at the watch party, we they did the red carpet there and he was just so happy and appreciative. And the same yeah. with Hayden, too. Even though Hayden yeah. does the conventions and stuff, he was just like so happy and lost for words so i'm glad yeah, that because they... now they're surrounded by the people that appreciate the prequels you know? Ex exactly so i'm glad they got the recognition that they deserve and they they see that no we love the prequels we want more like mm -hmm. come 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 so yes it was <laughs> i want i want a season two obi-wan all about you and mcgregor as obi-wan yeah me too um it's such a good job what do you think about that qui-gon at the end though Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm so happy they ended the whole season with that. It just felt yeah. like a really nice, like, carry on top to yep. what I felt was a great, like, final two episodes. But, you know, it did, it did like, leave us wanting more. Like, I don't know. It yes. would have been nice to have heard his voice more throughout the season. Yeah. So... I, and I, I think there were rumors that, like, at one point when he was calling out to, because he called out to Qui-Gon a bunch of times. I think at yeah. one point, he was supposed to kind of like say something and kind of like hype him up before that fight with Vader to like motivate him. But I, maybe they cut it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was very, very like silent. I think maybe they just didn't want to dilute like the Obi-Wan Anakin-ness of it by like, you know, introducing like Qui-Gon into the like Qui-Gon's dialogue. I think they wanted it to just be purely Obi-Wan's dialogue and Anakin's dialogue. But I'm definitely glad they included him. And yeah. I feel like, um, dang it, I know his name literally all the time. And then right now I can't think of it. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Yeah. And he seems really happy to be back as Qui-Gon as well, which is nice. Yeah. He even was the voice in Tales too. Yeah. Well, I feel like Force Qui-Gon has so much knowledge to give us because Qui-Gon is the one that teaches Yoda like how to become a force ghost and yep. know, at least a visible force ghost I'm not really sure but he's even so much more advanced than Yoda even that I feel like we haven't gotten enough of Qui-Gon after he's defeated by Maul so I'd love another season of Kenobi did you get to the Clone Wars yet with Qui-Gon in it Clone Wars with Qui-Gon they animated and no. Oh, you're gonna see he's in it too. You're gonna see some Qui-Gon stuff. Is yeah. Like Force Qui-Gon? Force goes Qui-Gon. You'll see. Oh, you'll okay. see. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. You'll see for sure. Nice. Yeah. But no, yeah, I was glad they had him at the end. And it was just great. He was like, he had a smart alecky remark, like, it's about time you got here. I've been yeah. waiting. Like oh. that hit me in the feels too. Yeah. But then and it was just like weren't ready to see. Yeah. And then it was like, that's mm -hmm. it. Oh man. So Yeah, I love that line too. So yeah, that's Kenobi for you. But yeah, I'll still take it. But if they do do a second season, hopefully um they give it to like John and Dave to do that way it'll be A one. Yeah, just more like consistent. Like I want it to feel like the same show from start to finish. And I don't feel like that was the case with the first season. So did you know, did you hear about what the original script was for it? How it was a movie? 
I probably did around the time Obi-Wan Kenobi came out. Um, but no, I don't remember the specifics of what the script was like. So it came out more recently too. the right, the, the original writer. So they basically took his story for the most part. It was supposed to be a trilogy. So it was going to be three movies and the first movie, they took that and stretched it into the six episodes that we got. And a lot of this, a lot of the same stuff was in there, but the, um, the Reva stuff was supposed to, she was supposed to die in it. That was her arc was to like mm -hmm. sacrifice herself. And then I believe in the second movie, he wanted it to be Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon training together. And then I forgot what the third movie was supposed to be, but they took his idea for the first movie and stretched it out. That's why it, some of it feels kind of random because they had to fill up an hour of six episodes from a one movie script supposedly yeah. I, I i need to go look up that script yeah you, you'll see it there, there's a good article somewhere it's probably on on the direct but um yeah when i read that i was like furious i'm like we could have got a trilogy oh, and that would have been awesome but and i i think they pitched it around the time of when the last jedi came out so i think since that didn't do as well as they wanted they kind of were like, no, we're not doing a Kenobi movie or something. like. It either had oh, to do with... That's not fair. Those are totally yeah. different films. <laughs> exactly. It was either during that time or the solo movie. It was because of one of those two. They were like, no, we're not doing a Kenobi trilogy. And we got robbed of greatness. But didn't The Last Jedi do well like financially? It just didn't receive like, good... like. Yeah, maybe it was solo then because after The Last Jedi, solo kind of bombed. According to their mm -hmm. standards, I mean, I didn't mind Solo, I like but Solo, yeah, because yeah, for Solo, I wanted three things done. I wanted to see how Han met Chewie. I wanted to see <laughs> how he got the Falcon and there was something else. But I know they did all three. I and just then... wanted to see why he becomes like really jaded and why he can't. Yeah. Trust people. And I feel yeah. like they gave us that with, you know, Kira and then with um, what's his name? The other guy. Oh, Dryden Voss. No, not Dryden. The one that pretends to also be like oh, Woody Harrelson's guy. I forgot. I forgot his uh, something something. I think I have the Funko somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Beckett Harris or Harris Beckett or something something. Oh, I don't remember. But yeah, it's funny to see like because he let himself trust people early on in Solo, but then you know they all kind of betray him. So I got what I wanted out of Solo. I liked Han's story arc. So. The funny thing is, back then, I hadn't seen Clone Wars, right? So when they showed Maul, I was like, he's dead. How is this? Yeah. <laughs> I was so confused. But then yeah. I did my research, and I'm like, oh, he's alive. <laughs> but um, yeah. like that really shocked me because I'm like, I thought you were dead, bro. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so after that, that kind of like pushed me into getting into Clone Wars, and then I just binged through it. And then and then Rebels too. So yeah, and then I heard somewhere that George Lucas's treatment of the sequel trilogy, like Maul was gonna be the big bad. So apparently oh. Maul was always supposed to come back. So I I so the funny thing is, and you know I'm kind of the Maul expert, but <laughs> so when Filoni was writing Clone Wars, Dave said to them, "Wouldn't it be cool if you brought Maul back?" And then Dave was like, well, he's dead. How would I do that? And George said, I'll just figure it out. So that was George's pitch to Filoni. And Filoni brought Maul back. 
which is crazy. Like that's such a, a random conversation. Oh, you'll figure it out. Let's bring Maul back to life. And then yeah. um, for the sequel trilogy, George kind of wrote out, I don't know if he wrote out all three or the first one, but yeah, Maul was the main villain. He had a Padawan. I think her name is Darth Talon. It's like a female Sith. And it was going to be like Luke dealing with fighting him, which would have been mm. beautiful. Yeah, I know. You can do that some of the times. Like you can bring back Maul. What you can't do is bring back Maul and then also bring back Palpatine in the sequel trilogy. Oh, like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. You have to pick and choose who you bring back. Yeah. And that Palpatine seemed just like a Hail Mary, like what's going to bring people in? And it did because yeah. when I heard his laugh in the trailer, I was so happy, like, oh, my guy's back, even though it didn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's a whole other episode that we'll have to get into because I can talk about the sequel trilogy for another hour. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Th- yeah. No. Yeah. That's too. That's, yeah. No, for sure. All right. So the next thing I got is Fallen Order, the, the, the sequel, Jedi Survivor. So you saw the trailer, right, for the game, the new game? I did not, because I oh. did not want any spoilers. Oh, okay. Well, at least what I have here is not really any spoiler stuff. So, um, are you going to play the first game? I'm planning on it. So, here's the thing. <laughs> There's so much happening with just old Star Wars stuff that I'm not up with i still have to finish rebels i have to finish clone wars and then there's yeah. all the new stuff coming out with ahsoka and we get mando season three next year and bad batch season two early next year yeah and i still have to play the new lego skywalker saga <laughs> that's a lot there's a lot in so that yeah. that's kind of my priority in terms of games is i have to play the new lego because honestly i was so much more a fan of star wars after i played lego star wars the original the complete yeah, saga because fun. there were so many storylines that like hadn't quite sunk in that i didn't understand ironically until i played them through in lego star wars which is just so silly because you yeah. can argue it's a kid's game but it gave me so much more appreciation and so much more appreciation for the music too because it plays on loop that it really like seeps into your brain yeah no <laughs> playing for sure Lego star wars because it's just playing like constantly and i got so much more into star wars from playing lego star wars that it's you know kind of also partly the reason i'm here because i don't know if i would be into star wars as much as i am today if i hadn't played you know lego star wars the complete saga like years and years ago yeah that got me that made me want to rewatch all the movies and compare it to the game funnily enough so i really want to play the new lego but I do want to play Jedi Fallen Order because it does look very, very cool. So if you don't get to play because you have a lot on your plate, you got a lot of work to I do. <laughs> I would I mean, you could always just watch like the cinematics on YouTube just to see the Spoilers. story. I mean, <laughs> it is. But the story is so awesome. Oh, it's so awesome. It's it's better than I want to live through it. I want to work for it. I want yeah. to game and have earned the cut scenes <laughs> no for sure you'll have to be cautious though because in march there'll probably be so many spoilers once this game is out on like what happens and all that stuff but yeah oh, there's just so much to do but i have to watch clone wars i have to <laughs> oh for sure so what i have here is the pre-order 
purchase bonuses, which I thought were kind of cool. So if you pre-order the regular version, you get this Hermit cosmetic, which is basically Kenobi's outfit from the Kenobi show. So that's kind of cool. You can run around dressed like Kenobi with like mm. a, a saber that kind of looks like his and, and a blaster. Lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's Love all that. Kenobi. And then if you pre-order the deluxe, you get the Han Solo outfit. Now, oh, wow. this BD-1 cosmetic almost looks like it's like Kashyyyk, like Wookiee inspired kind of. Hmm. And then that Hans makes me think of Chopper too, with like the green. A little bit, yeah, a little bit, yeah. yeah. And then the Han blaster, and this is clearly Yavin Luke with R two mm-hmm. and Luke Saber. Oh my gosh, R two BD one is awesome. Yeah, so that's I'm definitely so cool. grabbing the deluxe. That way, I could play with all these. But um, yeah, that's pretty cool yeah. right there. Oh, that's awesome. So I have to buy the deluxe before I play the first game. <laughs> yeah. That's and awesome. Th- when does that release? March 17th, 16th. One of those two days it releases. So mid-March. Right around the time the game comes out? Wait, what would you ask? You asked when, when does this game release, right? The, yeah, the pre-purchase. Oh, no. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. You, you have to just buy it before the release date, which is March 17th. And then once the game comes out, once you download it, you'll have all these skins on there. And then this goes away, the pre-purchase stuff. Yeah, um, well, I think so, but I think it'll still be there afterwards. Mm, okay, because I do love Luke's Yavin metal jacket. That's so yeah, cool. that'll be cool running around playing in that. So, yeah, that's awesome. Then there's also this set, which I almost pulled the trigger, but then I was like, wait a minute, I kind of did some math. But mm-hmm. <laughs> you get a, a version of the game, whether it's PS5 or Xbox, you get this cool steel book which is kind of mm, cool. That and is then, cool. Yeah. And then you get this lightsaber case with Cal's lightsaber. Mm. So I, I saw... The steelbook. The yeah. The cool on that. Oh, no, for sure. So I saw it, but then I was like $2.99. And like mm. for that price, I could buy, I think, two Cal Kestis lightsabers at Galaxy's Edge because they sell them there and you could connect it. Because in the game, at one point, mm. he connects it and you could dual wield it if you want. But mm. this is still a cool little yeah. like collector's thing. So what's the only thing you can't buy separately? The steelbook? Well, yeah, the steelbook in this case. Because oh, like yeah. the, the Cal Kestis at Galaxy's Edge doesn't come in this fancy uh, case. Mm. So It's kind of expensive for the steelbook in the case. Nah, it is. So, yeah, I was like, ah, I'll just... I won't do that. No. Hmm. So that's definitely something cool. Now, the Duel of the Fates one. That's the that was the important. Oh yeah, lightsaber set. That box. <laughs> I'm I'm still shocked that I got it. It makes me so happy. <laughs> that's a good one. So next, I got a couple of uh, collectibles that are coming soon. So. These bad boys. And I, I think we've talked about it before, like in the group <laughs> chat. But like yeah. what'd you what'd you think when you saw this? I feel like it's very original. We've never seen these characters done <laughs> before. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. To be honest, 
if they go on clearance, I'll probably still buy like a lot of stormtroopers because I I just like oh, the idea of army having, build like, them. Yeah, yeah, five stormtroopers standing together. I don't know if I would buy Luke again. I don't know. I it bums me out because I wish they had released the black base first and then released the silver base just kind of as like a collector's edition. Like, look at the silver base. It's different. Yeah. But I would have preferred to have them in the black base so that it matches all of the other Funkos in my display. And I wouldn't have gone for the silver ones, I don't think. Maybe yeah. just like Luke or Leia. But now I'm like, I have the silver ones and I kind of prefer the black ones, but they release them later. At first, I didn't notice the black bases. Like when I saw it, I was so confused. I'm like, wait a minute. Those are the celebration ones. Like, what do you mean you're releasing them? So I kind of feel shafted because like I went to celebration. I actually won the raffle and I got into Funko, which is a challenge in itself. And like my reward is, oh, it's going to be everywhere for everyone. It's kind of like, it takes it away, the, the like specialness of it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's cool for the people that couldn't get it. But a lot of the shared exclusives were super easy to get and they're still available now. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, just... I can see that. I mean, you went all the way there. You made the effort, you know, to yeah. get into the, the lottery system. I mean, it takes work to do that. And then like everyone can get them at any time. I kind of wish they had kept the silver basis like special for the convention and then you know release the black bases like way That's later shared yeah because then you know that you have the one that was exclusive yeah to the convention and no one else could have gotten that but then people can get the black base later yeah but yeah that would have been cool but the black base looks so much better like yeah yeah I like so, the silver base, but it just stands out awkwardly next to yeah. the pops. It's like, why is that one different? So I still have mine displayed, but yeah, it's kind of weird. I wish they had done maybe like, just do like a movie moment. I don't know. Like, just do something more interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And like, it was Attack of the Clones anniversary and we barely got anything. Like, I know, we got nothing <sighs> except for green and blue lightsaber anakin which is very cool but yep. yeah all right so i had that one and then i had this new leaked one which oh i saw that i think you shared it to the yeah. chat so i don't know what this first one means facet c3po i was wondering that too facet c3po i have is it, no what does facet mean because that's I what i make a few guesses that's what i tried looking up but then from like the definition it kind of is like this a small side of something like the side of a diamond like maybe it'll be like a all shiny diamond you know how they do like the diamond edition sometimes on some funko yeah. pops hmm. i don't but know I if it's something like they would have just called it diamond yeah I, I i don't know i could for the life of me mm -hmm. the first two i cannot figure out what it what it is new classics four pack flocked. so i feel like that's just a four pack we were just looking at with flocked chewy yeah so i i searched what does new classics mean and these are considered new classics like mm -hmm. this style yeah so the new like the n more posed funkos but for flocked you can't like you can only flock him. You can't. Like, what are you going to flock on these guys? I mean, that's, that's kind of what they do. Like, they released the Disney Princess 4-pack with, like, you know, I think it was, like, Punzel. I don't know. They had, like, four princesses on there. And then they re-released Moana 
And then they said the pack was glow in the dark, but only Moana's pop glowed in the dark. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're doing something similar. It's like the same pack, but Chewie's flocked. Hmm. I guess I we'll like see. Yeah, I yeah. guess we'll we'll see. So didn't someone say it might be flocked Ewoks? I feel like I, that would be I, way I, cooler. Yeah, I mentioned that because it's the return of the Jedi anniversary, but they're not that smart to give us what we would buy. So because we got no attack of the clone stuff so i mean that would be a no-brainer four different ewoks all flocked i would love yeah, that that'd be cool yeah that i would buy this ahsoka and the delta 7b ride i had no idea what that means did you look that up yet or no no <laughs> so it's actually just the name of her jedi starfighter because there's oh. this mission fleet set that's out already so if they do that as a funko pop ride that'll be pretty dope that's going to be awesome. Yeah, that I can appreciate. Please make more of the vehicles. Yeah, because say if they have this mold, they could just repaint this. This was everyone's Starfighter. Plo Koon, Obi-Wan, Anakin. They could release Funkos of all of them in the same ride and just repaint it. Yeah, and they probably will. <laughs> and the Maul versus Soka 2-pack. So I know you haven't gotten to it yet, but I'm sure you've seen I this know. in the stores. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, spoilers, they fight. Yeah. Um, and then you know and they both. I don't... also know there's like some very emotional moments between Anakin and Ahsoka as she's like getting ready to like confront Maul. Like I, oh I've, yeah, I've heard some stuff, but no, I haven't actually watched it. I have that to look forward to too. Yeah, so this is gonna be an awesome Funko Pop yeah. moment. I can't wait for that. So yeah, I'm happy they're like slowly doing more unique stuff because i was happy to get duel of the fates i kind of wish they had just released duel of the fates in one box like they should have get like why make me get three boxes like they're 30 dollars each like it's crazy just give me one box make it 50 dollars. i guess that's reasonable yeah um but yeah that'll be really cool and it sounds like in this case it's like all just one movie moment which will be nice yeah no for sure so that was the last thing that I have. Um, do you have any other topics or things you want to talk about before we wrap up? No, I loved this. I felt like we had like a little purchaser pass right at the end yeah. of this episode. It was so fun. Yeah. We'll probably talk about all of this stuff again. <laughs> really oh, no, soon. for sure. For sure. <laughs> so for the YouTube out there, what do you have coming up? So like what upcoming projects do you have that we have looked that we have to look forward to sure yeah so i have watched episode i haven't finished all of andor but i did watch two episodes right before my move out here mm -hmm. i'm in florida now but before i moved out i watched two more episodes so i have to edit those and release those and finish watching andor and do reactions for those i know it's not everyone's favorite show but i <laughs> actually am really enjoying it I'm yeah. really liking, you know, the Cassian Andor scenes and the people mm -hmm. that they're introducing. So I will finish watching and reacting to Andor. And I will continue doing my monthly purchaser past live streams, which feels a lot like what you and I just did looking mm -hmm. at new merch. Yeah. So the next one I have coming up is actually in a few days. It's on January 3rd. Nice. So very, very soon. And then I don't think I'll be reacting to Bad Batch just because I'm newer to the animated show. So I'm not like 
as excited for like Bad Batch season two as maybe like, you know, other people that watched season one a long time ago. Yeah. Um, so I'll just be enjoying that one, not reacting to it on YouTube and then reacting. I'll be reacting to Ahsoka. I'll probably react to Acolyte. Just more fun reactions here and there. And I also want to do a lot more unboxings because the way I see it, I'm like, I'm buying all this stuff anyway. Anyway. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. I might as well just do the unboxing videos. And those have been really fun. I did an unboxing video for my three Mando mystery boxes. And that was just really fun to do. Yeah. And it's, it's just fun talking about the unboxing and the comments. So I'll be doing more of that. So that's what the next year looks like for me. I don't know if I'll be going to as many conventions as you. <laughs> you have <laughs> a very, very busy 2023 going on. Yeah. Um, but hopefully 2024, I can maybe like go to Star Wars Celebration if it's in where where might it be was it orlando I, I think it might be in orlando i'm i'm guessing it, it, it's gonna be in orlando so we'll know in a couple months mm -hmm. for sure well if it's in orlando i can't not go so yeah it's right there <laughs> it'd be ridiculous to miss it if it was that close so i guess we'll see awesome awesome so i'll put down in the description below the links to your next purchaser pass and your socials and all that good stuff. That way everyone can subscribe and add you as soon as possible. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys so much uh, for watching the first episode of star Wars. Sith. I feel like I'm taking over this host now. This is <laughs> star Wars Sith. Thank you guys. No. But no, this was super fun. I'm super happy for you. This is really cool. Thank you. And I like the whole like rule of two thing that you're doing where you always have like, one apprentice i'm so honored that you <laughs> have me on here as your first yes apprentice. This was so oh yeah <laughs> no thank you so much i appreciate you coming on and that's it for this episode and we'll see you guys next week see you thank then. you bye, bye.